0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of My First Sketch. I'm Josh Hyam. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or in SoundCloud to get it automatically. If you like the Stitcher app, you can find it there as well. It'd be really cool if you rate five stars and leave a review on whatever platform you choose. Like the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com myfirstsketch. Follow along on Twitter at myfirstsketch. You can head over to the brand new MyFirstSketch.com, where I'll post videos that we've talked about, any news, and everything else that you need to know about the podcast. Any questions, thoughts, or recommendations, feel free to email me at josh at MyFirstSketch.com, and I'll get back to you in a timely fashion. I mentioned in my normal scripted intro that I have a brand new MyFirstSketch.com, so head on over there. In fact, if you go to the blog section, you can see a couple charts showing all the guests' favorite sign live cast members through the first 100 episodes of the podcast, that's right. I spent a little time in Excel this weekend. I'm a party animal. I'll be mentioning until it happens. Philly Sketchfest is returning for its 11th year from May 29th to June 2nd. You can submit your live act at myfirstsketch.com/apply. You can submit a short film or a video sketch for the Sketch Comedy Film Festival at myfirstsketch.com/film or if you want to hang out and help us out before or during the festival, myfirstsketch.com slash volunteer. We continue our chats with friends heading to Toronto Sketch Fest next month. Today's guest is Heather Gallant, currently a member of the Toronto-based Beaver. Heather actually provided some archive audio of her first sketch, which is called Trigger Warning. So here's the audio from a live performance. Let's go to the sketch.
1: Good evening, ladies. I mean, everyone. <laughs> uh, <I'll be laughs> welcome to Trigger Warning, <laughs> Bowery Grill. Uh, I'll be your i start you off with a drink. Yes. I, think I would love a black Russian. Can't say black, can't say Russian. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, a uh, dark and stormy, then. Can't say dark, too close to black. Oh, a oh, white breezy. Can't say white. Okay, how about a rye and ginger? <laughs> Don't call them gingers. Oh, A-sex a on the beach. Consensual sex on the beach. An old Tom. Ageism. An Irish bomb. Terrorism. <laughs> Moscow mule. Enough with Russia. <laughs> How about a Too yeah. possessive, you cannot own a culture. star. <laughs> <laughs> Adult film star. A Manhattan. Gender specific. <laughs> Cosmopolitan. Texas magazine, a hot toddy. Don't objectify, toddy. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, a, a,
1: a bloody Mary. No, implies a woman has been beaten. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, a Caesar. Dictator. How about a mudslide? Natural disaster. Dry <gasps> martini. Drop. <Drug>. Okay, just a <laughs> glass of OJ. Simpson. Oh. <laughs> oh, rusty Nail. Texas. Picture. little people big pitcher fast shooting on the growing <laughs> Hey Heather. Hi!
0: All right, so tell me about the sketch. tell me about trigger warning.
1: Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, we wrote it for our very first show, um, so like about two years ago. Um, and, uh, it was uh, kind of one of those things where we were like, God, there's so many things that we want to talk about. And right now it's like, everyone's kind of like, don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. And, um, so we kind of wanted to make a sketch that was like making fun of, uh, censorship and things like that and we kind of wanted to we were like well how do we do this without just like throwing it in people's faces how do we make it like fun and uh so we chose to do it with uh cocktails and drinks and mm-hmm. make like wordplay off of that uh and relate the drinks to uh certain things like OJ OJ Simpson uh you know um you know the there's like and it's very quick paced and that's kind of the way that we wanted to do it so
0: yeah yeah i like quick pace so
1: Mm.
0: the 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 fact that you sent me a link of uh, it was like a seven minute at most like six and a half or so and there's like five sketch lists i was like all right that's good i like this yeah
1: we write a lot of sketches (laughs)
0: i'm a big i'm a big fan of short sweet Get right to it. Brevity. I love brevity.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we love that too. Like we, we, <laughs> we say, we say often that we have very short attention spans, so uh, we like to kind of we're like, hey, here's the joke, and that's it. <laughs> that's yeah,
0: and I love, I love blackout sketches. There's there's a couple that are just straight one line, two line jokes. Oh yeah. In and out. Let's go. Let's move. And I love it. Yeah, I it's love great.
1: it too. Just kind of and like the the blow line always. You just want that to like catch people off guard. Really hmm.
0: All right, so uh, so tell me about Her Beaver. How did you all get together?
1: Um, so we met in uh, university. Uh, we all went to theater school at the University of Windsor. Um, so we were all in the process of being classically trained in like, Shakespeare and stuff like that. Um, but uh, we all met in residence uh, the first day. And um, Katie is insane um and <laughs> she uh, she kind of kick our um, love for weird comedy uh she is uh <laughs> she's very funny so we all kind of got together and um just we were, we just clicked right away and we're having fun making each other laugh um and then uh after university we were like Ooh, i don't really know what we want to do with our careers but we do know That uh, we love each other very much. And we think each other are very funny. Uh, So we were like, why don't we just start a show together? Let's just do something. Um, And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it happened.
0: So how do you uh, decide it's going to be a sketch comedy show for the three of you?
1: Um, Well, Katie and I were doing uh, classes at Second City for a while. And Mallory was doing stand-up. And uh, so we were all kind of working in comedy at the same time. And Katie had a sketch group that she was working with, it was just her and another guy. And we were like, uh, we really like, we all really like writing as opposed to improv. Um, and so, yeah, we just wanted to, to uh, write together. Uh, sketch was, you know, the next thing. So,
0: Okay. So before we get into uh, talking about like Second City and, and studying there, uh, what what's like your earliest memory of comedy? Like when was the first time that you were like, oh, like comedy is actually a thing versus just laughing with each other, like laughing with friends or family? Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um, for me, it was watching uh, Kids in the Hall on TV. Um, mm-hmm. That was a big thing. I, uh, I, they're just such a, <laughs> they're a very um, kind of out there sketch group as opposed to like second, or not second city. sorry, SS. SM- and uh, I would always go home after school and watch them. So that was kind of my first like introduction to comedy and sketch comedy
0: so so kids in the hall like i i know there's that there's definitely a cult following here in america because Mm -hmm. that they were on in the afternoons in reruns on comedy central here for forever yeah uh was it that's the same in canada like because i think the show ended in like 95 ish 96
1: ish yeah they did like five seasons or something like that and um yeah it was a huge it was a huge uh following in canada yeah for sure
0: I, so as you grow up and like, what makes you decide to go to theater school for university? Um, were I, you always were you the theater kid in like in high school and secondary school whatever you guys call it?
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I I was never really into school. Like I did well, but I wasn't really interested in anything else. Um, I did dance. I did dance competitions for years. Like I was always in um, some sort of performing arts, singing, guitar, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was doing theater since high school and before then too. So it was kind of just like the natural. I knew I loved it, and I was like, "That's the that's what I'm gonna do." And I made my choice, and I went right after uh, went to university right after high school.
0: Did you tend to gravitate more towards comedic roles versus the dramatic roles?
1: Um, In high school, it was both. at first, at first, I was really into the dramatic roles. Uh, in high school, I was very angsty, so um, <laughs> uh, those were kind of what I would do. And then in university, yes, I got more into comedic roles because that's what they were casting me in in the shows and stuff. And I went, "Oh, I'm actually like kind of good at this." So, <laughs> hmm. yeah.
0: uh, Was there a favorite role of your that you've played so far in like college and everything?
1: Um, yes, I really liked to play I played a lot of like old ladies. Um so I really I played a uh kind of like a Lady Bracknell type character in um uh in an Oscar Wilde play that I really enjoyed. So she was very uh I guess kind of like Maggie Smith ish. Um, okay. Yeah, her name was Lady Hunstonston, I can't even pronounce it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago.
0: Uh, so you go from uh, theater school, Windsor university. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's the next step of going to the second city and like in training there?
1: Oh, like after, after university. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, well, it actually took me a really, really long time to kind of get started with second city. I was very, uh, I was never really that much into improv. Uh, it was very scary to me. Um, and then, The more i got into comedy uh i realized that it was kind of necessary and so i got uh took classes at second city and i realized oh this is actually great for me because it allows me to free myself uh and i can uh it just allowed me to have more fun with acting and anything um performance wise
0: who did you study with at second city
1: So, my teachers were uh, Christy Bruce, uh, she's from Calgary, uh, and Lisa Merchant, uh, amazing ladies, uh, and as well as Michael Gelman. He's an American guy, uh, Hmm. been all through it. (laughs) It's really good.
0: Um, Through your time at Second City, like you mentioned, that learning improv that way really freed you up as an actor. Mm-hmm. What else did you take away from the, from your time with the second city um, training center?
1: Uh, I think just kind of becoming part of the community, the comedy community in Toronto, meeting people. Um, Cause from coming from Windsor, we were very much cut off from the Toronto scene. Uh, so that was a great opportunity um, to meet people. So.
0: Yeah, and like Windsor's the the town that's like right over the border, right?
1: Yeah, right across from Detroit.
0: Like right, right. Um, so how far that is that from Toronto?
1: Uh, well, it's about a five-hour drive. Yeah.
0: Okay, so it's it's way further than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> because I keep forgetting that you know Canada's massive.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like I, I don't actually think I know where Toronto is on a map. Like if you like, I could, uh, I can I can generally break up the provinces. But I've like I couldn't tell you where the cities roughly are within Yeah. Not that I would expect you to know where, <laughs> you know, Philadelphia is on a map.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah. Um <laughs> I wish I was better at geography, but uh
0: stuff. like there's a a slight, you know, relational aspect to it. We're like, well, this, this has to be somewhat like close to here, but mm-hmm. um so being five hours away from Toronto, like was there Was there any scene in Windsor while you're there in university?
1: Uh, Like comedy wise?
0: Yeah. Word Uh, that you knew of?
1: Not really. No. Um, Especially because we, because it's such a university town, we were very much isolated to campus for the most part. Um, But uh, no, we didn't, we didn't go to comedy shows or anything. There wasn't like, yeah, of course there's going to be like open mics, but we never, yeah, there wasn't really much, unfortunately
0: you were just still in the bubble of college for the most part then yeah
1: yeah exactly
0: um okay so you mentioned that two of her her beaver i keep saying her burger whenever i don't know why
1: <laughs> it's a it's a, yeah people like, like exactly.
0: i legitimately like i i said it to myself multiple times like thought about it like oh i've got the uh, uh so two members of her beaver went to do uh improv and and learning at second city and the other one did stand up Mm -hmm. do you notice that the the three of you come to writing your material differently because of that
1: um no i mean like the thing about the three of us is that we all have a very uh similar writing style in that Um, it's super collaborative. Um, it's not like Mallory writes in a specific way or I write in a specific way. It's kind of like, we just bounce ideas off each other, make each other laugh, uh, one up each other, like, okay, this is going to be better than this line, this line, this line. Um, and so, uh, yeah, like I, I, find that we're just very much on the same page in that way.
0: So it sounds like you're not going off to a room by yourself writing A sketch and then bringing it to the group
1: no we don't usually yeah we don't do that that often sometimes like if one of us is we have an idea and we'll just like write like a quick like rough draft in our phone and then we'll meet and go over it and then usually it changes completely like um but most of the time yeah we're just writing everything together in the same room
0: uh so tell me uh how would you describe her beaver to a new audience
1: Ooh, <laughs> we are very, um, like kind of like in your face. We like to have fun. We also, it's, it's like a lot of, um, oh, it's really, I always find it really, really hard to describe who we are because we do a lot of different, we pick from a lot of different styles of comedy. Um, so, and I guess we'll all say we're just like very fast paced, feminist in your face. <laughs> Basically
0: (laughs) Uh, we skirted over a little bit and we like only talked about kids in the hall. Uh, I'm always curious about uh, because as much as we, you know, we're on the same continent and I believe a lot of our pop culture permeates through Canadian pop culture as well in America. Like I'm sure you get all of our major sitcoms and everything. Maybe on a bit of a delay, but you get most of it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious, is there some piece of Canadian pop culture that Americans might not know about that you would recommend an American to seek out?
1: Hmm. Um, Like again, specifically within comedy or just, uh...
0: um, I mean, if there's, I mean, comedy for sure, but like if there's a, a a band or a movie or something, I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to say
1: (laughs) (laughs) it. Um, I don't know, honestly, like I uh like that's the thing is like we we are so heavily uh immersed in American culture as well. So there's it's just a, a lot of crossover. I mean, the only thing I really think about uh that's like strictly Canadian is like poutine. Um I think, <laughs> I think we probably have more poutine in the States oh Uh, oh, poutine
0: has started coming down yeah
1: (laughs) i just thought of something sorry um actually uh baroness von sketch have you heard of them at all yes yes so baroness von sketch is yeah uh all-female uh sketch comedy show on cbc i know that yeah i think you do guys yeah you guys get in the states
0: yeah it, it it does air here like one of the cable channels definitely does it and i've I'm always annoyed that it doesn't have, like, a really good streaming presence. Like, yes. if you don't catch that first airing or DVR, you're, you're, like, you you can't find it again. So
1: Okay, so, yeah. So, I guess you guys have to have more access to it. Because it's so, so good. And, like, their team of writers is incredible. We know a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, they're just pretty, like, they're very progressive. Very much in the now. Um, yeah. Watch them. They're amazing
0: because i'm always curious because i've talked to a bunch of canadians and i'm always obsessed with like we have a uh, you know like trailer park boys mm-hmm. it has some form of cult appeal here in america yeah. um uh but my two major canadian things that i've seen uh one was a show and i've talked to like and whenever I interview a Canadian, I, I bring it up. And I'm sure if people are actually listening to every episode of this, they're tired of me talking about it. <laughs> um, there's a show that was like early 2000s. Like I, I caught it when I was in high school. Uh, it was called The Industry Here. Mm. And it aired on our public TV. Okay. Uh, it was like Rick Mercer.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Was um like an, a studio executive making movies and stuff. And I was just like... The single can uh, single camera comedy, mm-hmm. you know, horrible people doing horrible things to each other, <laughs> you know that kind of. I don't want to say nihilist, but it was it was a very dark comedy. Oh,
1: I love that! I love dark humor. Uh, and the uh,
0: and the other one, which uh, I'm I'm fascinated by, and I want to know everything about it. Whenever like if there's a documentary about, it, I need to find it. Uh, the Red Green Show.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. showed
0: up in our public television as well.
1: Yeah, I never really watched it because I think I was a little young at the time when it came out.
0: Um, and, and that's the sense I always get is that it, it was very much like the parents show. Like, yes. like it was definitely like geared for an older generation. It wasn't the cool thing.
1: No,
0: <laughs> But it was very, but to me, like as someone that's looking for a glimpse of Canada, or not, not I'm not even looking, but like that's a glimpse of Canada that Americans got.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. And have you ever seen the movie Canadian Bacon?
0: The um John Candy one? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I haven't. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's another very Canadian thing. Um if you want
0: <laughs> But isn't it I like I wanna say it's not really Canadian though. Like
1: Well, yeah, well they're making fun of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. Like, it's like I think it's like Michael Moore. Uh,
1: yeah, like
0: the documentary guy that, that did that.
1: yeah uh, my fact. Yeah. I'm not sure. I actually it's been so long since I've seen it
0: because isn't it about like canadians invading america or something
1: yes
0: or something like that i don't know yeah i've never seen it oh well (laughs) i'll I'll put it on some queue somewhere i'll I'll eventually find it all right right, um so i asked like another thing i i'm always curious about uh female trio Mm -hmm. do you do you find that you you cater to a female audience more so than
1: uh yes i think i mean just i'm just based on the fact that we're three women i think just naturally it does yeah um but at the same time like we uh because we have another uh i don't know if you've listened to any of our songs but we have a, a lot of songs um like about like feminism and whatnot and we have this one particular song called feminist man and uh basically it's about uh we would do anything. Uh, oh, that's that.
0: That was the, I think the first thing on the link that you sent me. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like okay. do anything for a feminist man. So, um, uh, yeah. And men, obviously they love that. And they, they do like our comedy as well. Cause it's, uh, yeah, we try to relate it to everyone. Um, but yeah, generally we do get a lot more women in, uh, invested in it. And, Cause it's just the material. Right.
0: So, uh, going back to Toronto and I'm curious about like the scene there. Um, you, so you've done like, what, what is the progression that you do when you're at second city?
1: Um,
0: You mentioned you had three teachers. So I'm assuming there was like, you know, a beginner class.
1: Yes. So yeah, there's a, there's several different um, like tiers, I guess. So the basic, uh improv classes it's like a through f or something like that so you just like go through the letters um then you can also audition for the conservatory program which is yeah over several months and there's like five different um like stages or i guess levels that you go through and then you graduate um and then what katie and i did uh well katie did a bunch of the letters at first and then uh, her and i both did uh improv for actors um, and that's, uh, there's parts one, two, and three. So yeah, I had a different teacher for each section.
0: Okay. So you did the improv to actors tract more than the yes normal, like improv to sketch writing tract Yeah. Track? yeah. Okay. I,
1: I never wanted to do, um, I never wanted to do the conservatory or, or go cause those people generally want to do like main stage or, um, yeah. like actually work with a second city. And, uh, I, I didn't really have much of a desire to do that. I wanted to kind of do my own thing, so.
0: So uh, instead of doing the second, like the second city, track like that mm-hmm. to become an employee of Second City, hopefully, mm-hmm. what were you doing instead? Like, were you acting? Like, are you still acting in shows? Are you still doing like auditioning for plays? There?
1: Uh, no, I actually I don't really do much theater. Um, but I, I yeah, I've I got an agent. And I, I audition. I've done a couple commercials, things like that. So I'm I'm working on my kind of more film career i guess uh while also doing um her beaver shows and working on that okay
0: um anything like you said it called commercials but like anything else that we might like see you in like uh I where wherever toronto is substituted in for whatever american city because it's cheaper to shoot in toronto
1: yeah i mean i haven't i haven't done a whole lot i mean i did the i did a web series that's uh hopefully coming out soon it's taken a while um it's called headliners and it's about uh stand-up comedians um so hopefully i'll be posting about that soon um yeah, I play a character called uh, named um, Melissa, and she uh, she's like this crazy, oversexualized, aggressive uh, landlord. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a little weird.
0: How long after college, and I, I don't think you mentioned this. Like, how long after college, because you all went together, you all went through college together. Do you start with her? Herberger's like how much of a gap in time was there for you?
1: Sorry. What
0: was, uh, uh, I said herburger again. Jeez. Did,
1: I, I loved it though. It was very funny.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, like that's like the fourth time I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm
1: going to have to go eat a burger after this. <laughs> uh
0: how much time How much time was there between you all graduating college and deciding to begin Her Beaver?
1: Oh, uh like a good couple years yeah um wasn't doing a whole lot after i graduated was very confused as to what i wanted to do um so yeah we were living in toronto for a couple years before we started her beaver
0: and what was like the first idea that you all got together and like let's do comedy together like let's uh
1: um, yeah.
0: was there a specific was there a specific point or a specific idea or a specific thought? that the three of you were like, all right, let's, let's pursue this now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, uh, Katie's, uh, sketch uh, she kind of stopped doing her sketch, uh, thing with the other guy that she was working with. And, uh, um, Mallory was doing, a, you know, some standup. So, at, but we were all like, we we're like, well, we're all pursuing comedy at the same time. And so why don't we just, do it together <laughs> so mm. that's and then we um our first thing that we did was we wrote this horrible horrible sketch which i don't even have a copy of it was like freaking 10 minutes long um and we submitted it to um, a festival in boston women in comedy festival and it was the like obviously we didn't get in but that was like our first <laughs> thing that we did together
0: a 10 minute sketch yeah it's it awful just you saying that sounds horrible to me i'm sorry like and
1: now all of our sketches are like under three minutes
0: <laughs> and that sounds fantastic yeah. to me uh yeah. yeah i i i don't know if i like actually have a reputation of this but i feel like i have a reputation of this of, of hating anything that's longer than five minutes oh, like
1: yeah 100 percent. yeah uh
0: I, i'm i've become very much like if your sketch is more than five pages, I'm not reading after the fifth page. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's also the internet culture too, right? Like everything's got to be so short. Otherwise you click, you're like, nope, no, nope, I won't watch it.
0: <laughs> well, I also like, I also <laughs> think that like sketch comedy, like even uh, watching Saturday Night Live clips online and you actually like, cause I'm, I'm still one of those weirdos that still watches the show either as it airs or like on DVR the next morning. Right. And then like when you see that they're actually like when they show up on your like YouTube homepage and you see like a, a sketch of like eight minutes long, it's like, oh, why did I sit through that? <laughs> like, oh, like I don't like Keenan Thompson, you don't need to spend four minutes introducing everybody on Family Feud. <laughs> None of that helps. <laughs>
1: totally.
0: Your introduction the introduction jokes aren't good enough for this. Just just keep flowing.
1: Just, just move along, get to the jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh what else is like the scene in Toronto like where does her beaver I said it correctly that time hey Ray um, <laughs> where do y'all generally uh, perform
1: um we mostly so we have a residency at a comedy bar so we do a monthly show there um and then uh we'll do like 10 15 minute spots um around the city so the main places that we go to is the Social Capital um comedy uh venue as well as bad dog um which is a mostly an improv venue um bad dog and what
0: else
1: yeah actually just mainly those three we kind of hop back and forth
0: and your residency at comedy bar like is that a monthly show or it
1: is yes so we create uh a brand new show every single month um, all like how long uh, about 45 minutes Okay. So we usually hold the door for a while because people go to see comedy. Sometimes show up late. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we budget about forty-five minutes, um, and then uh, yeah, it's mostly all new material. We usually write a, a brand new song uh, every month as well. So.
0: Okay. So we haven't talked really about the musical aspect of her beaver, like, um, yeah. So how does that? how, how do you all decide to go that route as well?
1: Um yeah, it's kind of I don't even remember how that even came up, but I we all really uh like music. Um I I've always played guitar and Mallory as well. Uh Katie's a great singer. She she's the one that harmonizes beautifully with us. Um so I don't know, we just wanted to it was just something fun that we thought about doing and uh we wrote kind of this uh country anti uh rape uh song <laughs> shouldn't say that uh but yeah it was like uh it did really well though so um this that was our first song we wrote and then it just kind of went from there and we just had a lot of fun uh writing little ditties
0: did you have any specific influences when it came to merging comedy and music together
1: uh yeah there's a there's a two girls that were um uh, doing comedy in Toronto for a while. They're from England. They're, um, they're called Flo and Joan. Uh, and they mm-hmm. kind of inspired us. Um, what else? Uh, well, even Kids in the Hall, they did a, they did some music as well. Um, that was very funny to me. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Oh, and, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of, uh, Auntie Donna's, which is an uh, they do a lot of online um, content. They're from Australia, so they were big influences as well.
0: No, I've never heard of them. Yeah,
1: they're very funny, very, very. Welcome <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I ask everybody because uh, I'm always curious. Uh, I ask everybody who their favorite *Saturday Life Live* cast member is.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but I also ask Canadians who their favorite *Kids in the Hall* is.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, first, who's your favorite SNL cast member historically? Like, oh whether their work on the show or, you know, their work afterwards or,
1: um,
0: you know, whatever SNL alum you want.
1: Yeah, I, well, I, I, I really it's between like, um, uh, I would say Amy Poehler, obviously, and, and Keenan Thompson. I really uh, probably was too. Um, and for kids in the hall, uh, my favorite was always Bruce McCullough.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as i rag on you know the family feud sketches being too long like <laughs> it is so interesting to me to think that the kid from Muddy ducks i know has been on saturday Night live for
1: like 14 years or something
0: like and if, if you actually like break down the math of it which i have because i'm a dork about this mm-hmm. uh like he's been on the show for like a third of its run
1: Oh, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. And and that's just bonkers to me. It's so crazy. Yeah, I
1: remember watching him in all that. Was it all that? that he was
0: in? Yeah, which yeah. I think they just announced today, which is going to date when we record this, that uh, Nickelodeon is reviving all that and he's got a producer credit on it. Oh,
1: my gosh. I didn't know that. That's so cool.
0: I, yeah. I think they just like I just saw it on like Facebook this, after, this morning. Oh,
1: my gosh. That's exciting.
0: Um, <laughs> so, and, and then what was it about Bruce McCullough? As your favorite kids in the hall, uh,
1: he's. Oh, he just has a style that you can't replicate. The way that he talks, his like his rhythm, um, and also he was. Uh, he's very. Sh- he's a very short guy, so I relate. <laughs> very short as well. <laughs> so I always thought he was a little cute. You know, um, yeah, and his. Uh, well, his sketches. A lot of his sketches were my favorite. Um, uh, he did this one. My uh, my pen. Uh, which is like a <laughs> um they did it like all in black and white and it's like really dramatic and he's someone stole his pen and it's this whole thing anyway that's my favorite so uh
0: mm. yeah not like i i know there's just giant like lapses in my kids in the hall uh memory like mm-hmm. i have the dvds right here somewhere i need to re-dive in and like my pen sounds vaguely familiar mm-hmm. But I also wasn't allowed to watch kids in the hall as a kid because my mom walked in on a chicken lady sketch and she was not amused.
1: That's so funny. She,
0: yeah. She was not amused by chicken lady, uh, masturbating using a hobby horse in front of a supermarket. What?
1: I can't believe that. I know. That's so funny.
0: How would my deeply religious parents not enjoy that yeah. bit of comedy? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other, uh, um, creative projects other than her beaver,
1: um, not at the moment. Uh,
0: other than you know auditioning for web series and film and so and so.
1: Yeah, uh, pretty much just that right now. Yeah, just auditioning, working as a server, of course.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh. But we yeah we work uh quite hard on uh the show so we're, we're quite big.
0: Yeah, doing a monthly, you know, set. Mm-hmm. That's something that like I always very happy to hear about like because i don't think we do it well in philadelphia Mm. like a lot of our sketch teams don't don't do a a monthly set like that
1: like like material or just like a monthly show in general
0: in general like for like i feel like we've gotten i don't know if complacent is the right word but so many of the teams are cool with doing something like every three to six months Mm and having a new show in that times fan and i'm just like oh there's a part of me that like but at the same time i don't and i don't know if you notice this in toronto a lot of the people here in philadelphia have multiple projects like yes multiple sketch teams multiple yeah um so like they might not be doing a monthly show with one team yeah they're still doing a lot of like different stage time and, and i know like a bunch of the people that i know in toronto i know have that thing where we're like uh Cameron Weil and Carsey Pitch like mm-hmm. have multiple projects constantly between Turbo Gulp their own duos like just looking at the Toronto Sketch Fest thing Carson's listed I mean Cameron's listed in like four turn acts
1: yeah exactly yeah there's a lot like the community is quite big but yeah there's a lot of people that uh yeah are a part of multiple groups um multiple shows uh yeah so we're we're kind of a little weird in that way, where we kind of we we like to what works for us is to work together and um, mm. and yeah, like we don't uh, we don't stray as much. <laughs> um, but I think for the Toronto scene, yeah, we are much more consistent with with like a lot of people do monthly shows. Um, the only other group that uh, is like the most consistent is. Um, Uh, Sunday Night Live so they basically it's like Saturday Night Live and Mm -hmm. every single week and they have a huge team of writers so uh, it makes it easier because it is hard to uh, when people are doing all these different things acting wise whatever it's hard to get together uh, and write consistent shows um, like the girls and I we were weird we're together like 24 7 so and we all live <laughs> yeah like the other day it was very funny we we uh, uh, were filming something and we had never worked with this crew before and the camera guy comes into Katie's apartment and he walks into her bedroom and he goes so what you guys just sleep in the same bed or <laughs> 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 like, like like just assuming that we all live together and you know share a room so <laughs> yeah so it's easier for us
0: <laughs> um as you've gone through the second city uh improv for actors and everything and now that you're in a sketch comedy trio and doing musical stuff with them uh as we wrap up here is there something that you've learned about sketch comedy or comedy in general that you would pass on to someone that's relatively new to writing and performing sketch comedy?
1: I think like the main thing that I've learned and so many, anyone who creates their own work says, this is like, you only learn how to write and how to do comedy by just doing it a lot. Um, And it's like, people will be like, Oh, should I go to second city? Should I take classes? Yeah. Like those are great. But the main thing is like the, the only way that we've ever learned how to make, Good material is just by doing a lot of it and doing it
0: consistently. Yeah. Like one of the benefits of doing a class system at a theater like that is that it does force you to have a deadline and like teach you to like work within that, you know, a time constraint like that, but there's no better deadline than actually having a show. Absolutely. And there's no better response than an actual audience versus the rest of the comedy dorks that have also taken this class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, reading your stuff like yeah, Exactly. And I and I say that lovingly yes. cuz like people will tell you I'm one I'm, I'm the, a massive comedy dork. So yeah,
1: that's great. But...
0: Uh and then finally, um, you know, you went to school for act to perform, you went to school for theater. Mm-hmm. Uh you're pursuing you know film and stuff work and film and tv work mm-hmm. why is comedy especially like her beaver because it sounds like you do spend a lot of time as part of her beaver but like why is that how you spend your free time
1: um i think uh basically bottom line is that it's it's uh it's just something that i really enjoy doing and it's something that i i have control over we were writing our own material and it's so it's so frustrating being in this industry this you know performance industry where um you don't always get the good scripts you don't get the good parts or whatever but with this it's we get to do whatever we want all the time (laughs) so Yeah.
0: yeah yeah there's definitely um a bonus to like whenever I talk to people that have done theater and I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot this week. Cause I've talked to a bunch of people that have done theater, right. uh, that there's, there's definitely a joy of performing a role well, mm-hmm. but I feel there's probably a bigger joy in creating that role from the, from the start.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And doing it, like, you know, the going through the full process. Mm-hmm.
1: Like you have, we have every, like we're writing, producing everything, you know, got control of everything it's really great
0: yeah yeah and you know everyone ever says that like you know make your own breaks do your own stuff mm-hmm. like i don't know never don't let the audition process be the only thing that dictates your creative life
1: yeah well and it's also important to like really to show people who you are uh and to be like you know cast me but cast me because i'm <laughs> That I've shown, uh, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but yeah, like showing you who I what I am by mm-hmm. my work. And...
0: Thanks, Thank Heather. Thank you. Heather and the rest of her beaver will host Bush Party at Comedy Bar on Thursday, February twenty first. Then at Toronto Sketch Fest. They'll perform with Brunch on Friday, March 8th, and the duo of Cameron Wiley and John Plester, two Philly Sketchfest favorites, on Sunday, March 10th. Check out torontosketchfest.com for more information on those shows. You can like Her Beaver on Facebook at facebookcom Toronto, and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at herbeaver. And this weekend, if you're in Philadelphia. Goat Rodeo starting their next show. Goat Rodeo presents Rodeo 54 at Philly Improv Theater, February 22nd and 23rd, and March 1st and 2nd. More information at fitcomedy.com. My First Sketch is a Philly Sketch Fest production. You can find out more information at phillysketchfest.com. Follow Philly Sketchfest on Instagram at phillysketchfest. The music on this episode is by the band Nono, which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com. Like my first sketch on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening. Go see some comedy. Do you feel like Herbert? uh,
1: Damn it, I did it again. I want you to do it again. (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh. This is so awful. I don't, I, I legitimately have zero clue why I'm fixated on
1: her burger burger
0: instead of her beaver.